Okay. All right. Back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. That was our uh, new uh, introduction song. I don't want to say theme song. It's our new introduction song. Um, At least for this week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what? We'll, we'll put it in the repertoire. Yes. What happens whenever you have a short attention span? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, I got a new computer, one that's uh, faster. And one we've been needing to kind of keep up with, with some of the growth that's been going on. Mm. And it turns out, <laughs> it turns out, uh, the old introduction song and exit songs are on a different, <laughs> on my old laptop. Of course they are. So we had to come up with something new, uh, on the fly. So that's what that is. I think we're going to keep it though. It was cool. Yeah. I liked it. So I am. Smelling like a rose. <laughs> we can't do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, the Sasquatch. And joining me today is the man, the myth, the cooler, the Yeti. That is who I is. So we have a, a, a episode today. We're gonna we're gonna uh talk about politics in the church. That's a no no. Yeah, that you can't do that. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Uh but as one person told me uh this week, I have edge. You have edge. That's what the man told me. He said, I like a preacher with edge. I'm sitting there thinking, Are you talking about me? Son, your edge has been sanded down. They rounded <laughs> well, off. In my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, uh yeah, you haven't been in our church. <laughs> With our pews. <laughs> yeah. Our cushy, cushy uh, pews. Just the bottom though. We don't want you to be too comfortable. <laughs> they really need reupholstering. <laughs> so anyways. Uh <laughs> we 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 wanted to talk about um where we stood when it comes to politics in the church okay, and what mm-hmm. can be done and shouldn't be done. What is, what is overstepping the bounds? What is it? That kind of thing. Well, politics are overstepping their bounds. Well, so yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, look what's going on in Canada. Yeah. With, uh, what's, what's the name of that church? The it's name of the church Grace. is Grace Life Church. Grace where Life Church. Pastor okay. James Coates pastors. And they have put a barricade around it. Uh, two layers of barricade, and then they put a mask. <laughs> that can't. <laughs> I heard you talk about that earlier, but they put a curtain over the door, or something yeah. of that nature, and and it's 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 idiotic, and it's extreme. a government that says I am God, and your church will bow down to me. Yeah, there um, there's a video that goes along with it. Um, I'll share it on the Bigfoot Revival Facebook page. And uh the guy said that the um that's doing the video, he said the only pandemic that we have right now is a pandemic of stupidity. Yeah, and the government overstepping their bounds yeah. and using this they're they're ever the liberals have a Bible. And uh I may be wrong about this, but they have holy books. Let's put it that way. They have holy books. And one of their holy books is rules for radicals. Oh, yeah. And in that, it says, don't don't let a good crisis go to waste. And, and they creepy. are living up to that. Absolutely. That They're, thing is creepy. Well, I mean, the man, the man gives, uh, uh, 
what is it? Um, I want to say props, but at the he dedicates the book to or gives thanks. Yeah, no, yeah, nice he dedication. Yeah, to Satan. Yep. So, um, you may say, well, he really doesn't believe in Satan. Okay, that's cool. Uh, that doesn't mean that what he did was still not creepy. Full blown. <laughs> you know, it's still it's still uh, really weird and 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 sacrilegious and that. And, and you can say what you want about him believing in Satan and all that. It, it was designed to be sacrilege. And a couple of students of his was Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. And so, so uh, the liberals know about that book. They 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 use it, and so they have infiltrated the church mm-hmm. on multiple levels. So you have a general um, uh, you have a general infiltration. Back when you had the mainstream uh, or the mainline denominations go liberal, all right, that was a communist move, and and they intentionally infiltrated the churches, uh, both Catholic and uh, evangelical. Um, and it, it wasn't like they it wasn't like they went, oh, we'll just get the church. I mean, they 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 worked on uh, everything. They worked on the schools. They worked on entertainment they anything that had anything to do with culture they worked on infiltrating it mm. and one of those things happened to be the church right so you see the mainline denominations go liberal because of a lot of this stuff and in turn kind of communistic in their their ide- ideology and but because of that because the church is greater than a building or an organization um ultimately they've died out and yet we have survived and, but you're seeing a second wave of that. You're seeing a second wave of that through wokeism mm. and politics is talked about in wokeism all the time. Uh, your boy, Eric Mason, mm. right? We, we used to be tight. He used to be my boy. But <laughs> that ship has sailed. He talking about some gold. Hallelujah. <laughs> Silver. Silver. Hallelujah. <laughs> what was it? Dripology. No, no, no. Man, I feel God right there. No, no, no. You're hitting all that. I'm thinking it was uh, gold, silver, and goods. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. So I think those are all the main um, sound bites from that one. He basically wanted, um, he was making a, uh, uh, it wasn't a biblical argument, but he used the Bible to launch off of, uh, to, for reparations. Yeah. And so there you have a place where religion and politics have met right Mm. and it seems like to me you always see nobody seems to have a problem with liberals discussing politics in the church yeah nobody seems to have a problem with that jeremiah Wright, which is um uh barack obama's pastor okay yeah 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 was the one who preached uh um black liberation theology Uh uh-huh and and that is a political that is that is trying to shove Christianity into communism. That's what it is. That's a square peg and round hole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't fit. And but that's why I mean Obama loved it. Uh-huh. Obama loved it. And so he could claim to be a Christian. What a what a name like Barack Hussein Obama. Uh you might want to try to make yourself look like a Christian, <laughs> right? If you're gonna run for the United States president. But yeah. uh but he finds a church that doesn't preach the gospel. It preaches the social gospel, 
right? And uh, social becomes more important than gospel um, in those things. Mm. And and that's what you you just have that kind of a uh, uh, that's not unusual. That's not unusual to see uh, uh, politics being preached in liberal churches. Now, the other part of that is liberals have already given up the idea that their God is the state. So why wouldn't you preach your God? You say they've given up the idea? Yeah, well, not... Okay, let me rephrase that. They've already given up to the idea. Okay, yeah. There we go, yeah. They've already given up to the idea that uh, the state is God, Mm -hmm. therefore we worship the state. Mm -hmm. And we use the Bible in any way we can to to help us with that, and we try to discredit any place in the Bible that will seems to uh, uh, contradict that. Well, there's one little problem with that. It's called context, and it is king. Actually, Jesus is king. Jesus. We'll get to that later, but <laughs> <laughs> but but when it comes to understanding something, context is king. That's right, right. First first step into uh, hermeneutics is. Context is king. That's the biggest rule. You need to know the context when you're reading scripture. Right. And, and just about everything. Mm-hmm. And just about everything. So, um, Well, whenever you throw out all context, then you can just start changing up the meaning of things. Well, and that's what we're seeing with words. There you go. That's what we're seeing with words. So, um, That is a tactic that that's is being That's what you're used. seeing with words. That's what you're seeing with what they're trying to do with family, that's what they're right. trying to do with human beings. That's right. So, so That's why we do not use preferred words pronouns well and 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 families man that's the one thing that that the government says that a family can be a man and a man that's wrong and they say that because why because they they they're god and they can make family whatever they want it to be right they go after the family because they know that the family is a is a very, very important institution that was developed by God, right? Mm-hmm. It was the first institution. Mm-hmm. Let me explain to you how this works, in case you didn't know. Not, not. Thank you. Well, anybody. So, <laughs> um, God made Adam out of the dearth, out of the dearth, out of. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a new word. I'm a, I'm a liberal now. Well, could have been there. We lost dirt in the fall. Dirt. Now we just have dirt. <laughs> well, it was a mixture of earth and dirt. Yeah, there you go. So, so God made Adam out of the dirt. Science. <laughs> and, so, and, uh, and breathed life into yeah. to Adam and created him in his right, image, right? right. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then God says, "Okay, I'm going to make a a woman for Adam. I want to make a female for Adam." And he does, anybody, but but instead of making her out of the dirt, he pulls Eve out of Adam's rib. That's right. And develops a woman. And at that very moment, there was family. Mm-hmm. And there was family. When and there was Adam just was Adam, over his family. There was not family when Eve came into the picture. There's family. Yeah, at, at least in the human sense. Sure. Right? And so, uh, and so then they have kids and their family grows Mm -hmm. and now they have the whole world, which is technically Adam and Eve's family. Right. Right. So you have this, this whole, uh, idea that, and, and, and Adam was over family Mm -hmm. and we keep that same structure today. 
right? We keep that same structure. I have a wife and children, and I'm over my house, and and my wife is uh my my wife actually runs the house, and I you know um and and I'm responsible for what goes on in the house, and and we can go deeper into this, but uh. The whole idea, though, that's is taken from scripture. That all this is taken from scripture, mm-hmm. and that I am responsible for my family to God, to God, right? Now, the world says, and God says that the family is one man, one woman for life. Mm-hmm. That's a marriage. That's what starts a family. That's the beginning. That's the first step to family, right? Right. Two right. people marrying. That's actually an illustration between uh, Christ and the church as well. So Christ and the church, they marry. So you have family from there. So we are adopted into uh, the kingdom of God. That's another part of that. Um, And we are co-heirs with Christ. So we also have... That so we have a lot of the the Bible uses a lot of terminology to explain doctrinal points through family as well. Yeah. So you have to understand to understand the Bible to a certain extent. Uh, the context going back to context when he talks about uh, adoption, we have to know what adoption is, right? And right, have a proper right. understanding of adoption. Uh huh. And when we say that somebody is responsible for a family, we need to understand what responsibility is for a family. What what is the responsibility? So we have to know the context to understand what the scripture is using here to 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 illustrate their point. It's like uh, God the Father, right? God the Son. God did not physically uh, uh, make. There is no God the Mother, right? Right. He did not. Right. Phys- that that's not how that worked. Mm-mm. And it says that. God the Father isn't like he uh uh created God the Son in the sense of 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 what we we're just talking about but also they were there in the beginning shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. face to face one acting they're they're one concert uh, you have to be careful because we're talking trinity so yeah. you have to be careful not to accidentally speak heresy here exactly um but uh you know, in J, no, not James, uh, John, John chapter one, he says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God, right? Yep, that's right. And so Jesus was not created in the sense that we think of creation. He was, he is eternal. Mm-hmm. Him and the father and the Holy Spirit are eternal. They're all God and they're all eternal. And so Jesus uh, was not created when he was born on earth, Right. Jesus was God eternally. Right. Now, the body was created. The the fleshly body. The word made flesh. Yes, was created. And so, um, just trying to clarify myself so I don't get into right. stepping in any doo-doo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but to understand that, you you kind of have to understand what what God, when he created family, because he's using uh, 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 familiar, familiar terms. It's hard for me not to say familiar. Uh-huh. So he's using terms that, that use father and son, uh-huh. right? And so you kind of have to understand what, what's going on there. That being said, we'll move on uh, so we don't spend all day here. But uh, the world comes in and says, no, you can have daddy and daddy, not daddy and mama. Right. 
No, Adam, God created Adam and Eve. And it, it's it's a silly, stupid thing, but it makes a point. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Uh-huh. You used to be Adam kind of is, a jerk if you would say stuff like that. And, you know, you still can kind of be, but it doesn't make it any less true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> and so um, if Adam and Steve got together, there ain't no babies being made. That's it. And what's the purpose of, of, of coming together? Nothing comes out of that. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Just death. Yeah. Death. Exactly. Exactly. That that homosexuality breeds death. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's be honest. Uh, you can tell it in when you look at the statistics. Um, drug use, uh, adultery, in the sense of, you know, how can you how can you cheat on somebody who's not your right who who you can't really be married to? But you know what I'm saying. Um, you look at suicide. Mm, you look at the rates are high. You look at all that stuff. They, these people are miserable. And they're dying because of it, because they they were they choose to reject what God has created them for, and so, uh, but they they say no 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 we get to determine what this is we're God mm-hmm. we're God and the government you know and they they went to the government until the government said no 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 that's right we're as 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 the elected body of people we're God and we determine what life is we. Same thing with abortion, there right? There you go. We determine yep, what yep. life is. The Bible says that that I knew you while you were being knitted in your womb. Mm-hmm. What I said that wrong or something? Or your mother's womb? In your mother's womb, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was going to give you that one, but uh, no, I saw it on your face. I was like, I said something wrong. All right, so and <laughs> it's so uh, you know, it's one of those things where. They want to say, nope, not until you're born. And now they're even saying, even to a certain extent, until after you're born. Mm. Right? Is or, that actually going on now, or have they just discussed it? No, no, no. no. Uh, they have tried to pass laws. I don't think, I don't know how far they've gotten with it. I remember a little while back it was being talked about in some yeah. universities. And no, 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 no. This was being talked about by the governor of Virginia. That's right. Yeah, on a radio that. program. So, and he was a he was a a, a kid doctor. People. What is that called? A kid doctor, pediatrician. pediatrician. Yeah, he's supposed to be a pediatrician talking about killing children. Oh my gosh! After they've been born, we'll we'll make them comfortable. And yeah. If they're not alive, if they're not people, why are you making them comfortable? That's a you good know point. that they're comfort. You know that they're people and they're alive because you're interested in making them comfortable before you kill them. Mm. It, it just it, it, it it's evil. It's evil. So anyway, that's what that's what this the the world tradition shows. And look, this isn't anything new either, right? Well, let, 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 hold on. I'm trying not to just be everywhere because this is a <laughs> such a broad conversation. So ultimately, the government says we'll be your savior. Mm-hmm. They want to take the place of God and savior. They are trying, and that that's why you know. Oh, and and. The whole argument for reparations is we'll save you. Mm-hmm. We'll save you. Every time the government seems to try to save somebody, it seems like it makes their world a lot worse. But that's besides yeah. the point. Um, so the government wants to be your savior and God. But we already have a savior in God, right? And so we, we, we 
We, 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 we. I do that all the time. I hate it. <laughs> um, we tend to submit ourselves to that because we have come up in a generation, generations. It isn't, this isn't the last, it ain't like uh, my age group. This is my parents' age group and their parents' age group who just say, you don't interfere. You, government and, and politics should not mix. And we're church and you, politics. Yeah. 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 And the government needs to, uh, they do their thing. We do our thing. Mm-hmm. But even then, they, they've been progressing. They call yep. themselves progressives. They have been progressing into areas in which we kind of had a, a social understanding that, that those, two, those two things didn't mix. But the progressives said, we'll sneak in past the agreement. Well, we sneaky about it. We'll we'll justify ourselves. We'll we'll do whatever, and they have gotten in there, and they have made themselves God. Yeah, and, and they've most, been playing the long haul game too. Yes. They've they've got it. What we were talking earlier about how they've got infiltrated the culture. They've taken over the school system, the public school system. Yeah, yeah, in other avenues and areas in life, and they are indoctrinating yes. a people. Yeah, and it started like you said, way back then. The the past generation in America, in and, America, it basically started in the nineteen teens, nineteen twenties type that that mm-hmm. era. It's really when you started seeing this type of mindset start to come into uh, American culture, and it has taken that long for so almost basically a hundred years for it to really take root. Uh huh. And well, you see the fruit of it too. You know, people in our generation and others that that run to the government with their yeah, hands yeah. out saying, bless us, oh God. I have accumulated all this debt to go to school where they have told me that you are my savior and that you need to eliminate my debt. Mm-hmm. That's right. That That's what they've been taught in school. Go to school, accumulate debt, and then protest that it isn't fair that they have to pay it back. That they get to that that they, all these millions of dollars. and then we act like it ain't some kind of money scam. Mm. Preachers, all they all care around is money. Well, not all of us, and uh, and then and then the point of the school system, and we act like the school system's this holy thing that that isn't about money. Right, education is up there. Education is one of the most well-funded things in America. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, I remember, uh, talking to a lady who's a liberal and I said, I said, pastors are probably the most well-educated, um, low paid workers. I mean, like in, in, in the, in the field and she goes, well, teachers. And I went, huh? I'm like, how many, how many, how many teachers have doctorates and are making like 30 to $40,000 a year? Hmm. You know what I mean? I mean that that's 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 not necessarily uncommon in in Christianity. That is fairly uncommon in education that your teacher actually has a doctorate right. and still only makes, you know, 30 to 40 50,000 dollars a year somewhere yeah. in that range. Um uh but anyways, that's all besides the point. So the government has encroached into uh things and this this is the point. 
God is king. Christ is king. Mm-hmm. That within itself is a political statement. Yes, it is. The world says government is king. Government is God. Right? We sing that song. Come. I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess up the tune, but it says, come behold our God. Come behold our king. Mm-hmm. Right? What is that song? It's called uh, Behold Our God by Sovereign Grace Music. Okay, so I, I started to sing, and I'm like, I don't know if I know the <laughs> tune to it now that I'm starting to get into this. But um, he is God and king. He is sovereign over all nations, all peoples, even the ones who don't want him to be. That's right. And so they have an issue in that. They want that place. Mm-hmm. They want no place. And it's nothing new. It's nothing new. We've seen, we talk about abortion and we say we've seen it throughout world history where yep. people sacrifice their children so that they can have better crops, so that they can have this, so they can have that. Um, and now we, we do the same thing, but it isn't crops. It's so that you can finish school. It's so that you can get a job. It's so that you can do the further your career. It's still sacrificing your child for something selfish. Mm-hmm. The other part of that is, the go the the government has tried to put its place as God for a long time. So let's actually use the Bible for an example, right? Pharaoh, yeah, he was God King. Yep, right. Uh, uh, Caesar, Same God thing. King. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, God King. He built a statue. Yeah, it said, it said bow down, bow down, worship. So we see that in in not just the Bible. We see it in in historical things all the time where people became so powerful that they considered themselves to be God and savior to a people. Mm -hmm. And as a Christian, as our nation began, we said we're independent of government, that the government should not have dictatorial say so over our lives. And that we should be responsible to God and ourselves. And we have forgotten that as a people and Christians say, yeah, that's right. I don't need the government to come in and save me if I'm if I'm following the the the, the laws of God. The government has made it easy, and we've gotten lazy. We've gotten lazy, exactly. Like right now, why go to work when you can get you know thousands upon thousands of dollars to come into you for sitting around the house? And they're making it easier and easier. And I'm not going to lie. Whenever they sent out that COVID stimulus check, I said, <laughs> hey, this here is nice. I got some money. <laughs> um, that being said, though, we have to, uh, we have to remember, is it wrong to take the government stimulus check? I, I don't think so. I don't have any issues saying, okay, Primarily because, well, but do you, you have any you choice? You can't give it back. It. Yeah, you can't give it back. It's right? there. They, I mean, they just put it in your bank account if you ask for it or not. So there's some options you can do. Um, you can use that to to further yourself, and what I mean by that is, um, pay off pay off some bills, mm-hmm. buy something you invest um invest in yourself so. Uh, if you're starting, if you've started a business, here's, here's basically a nice little jump start, right? Yeah. Use it for the glory of God. Use it for the glory of God. He's God of the government too. They Make just, sure they're just too ignorant to know it. Pay, pay your, your giving to the church, you know, give, yep. give to the church. That's right. Uh, 
and if look, if you don't need it and they're giving it to you, man, go ahead and give it away to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Just be generous with it. Um, but whatever you do, don't become dependent on it. Amen. Whatever you do, don't become dependent on it. Because when you become dependent on it, then you know, um, don't don't sit there and go, oh, where's my where's my money? Where's my check? Where's my money? Where's my check? You need to be. Well, if I get it, that'd be nice. But if not, oh well. And not be dependent on it. Because if you're dependent on it, then you're giving that to what is God. And that's your daily bread. Uh-huh. Right? There you go. You're wanting to give what is responsible to God, the, the receiving of your daily bread, to another entity. And that's the government. And it's in, it's intended that way. Yep. It's designed Absolutely. that way. Back in the day, we didn't see government as God. And we built hospitals as Christians. All these hospitals you see that say Saint or or Baptist or Presbyterian uh-huh. or whatever on the on the uh, on the hospital, right. they're there, and a lot of them have had their names changed too. So that the hospital started by Baptist or Presbyterians or, or or Catholics or whatever, but they've had their names changed. I want to get that image out of there. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, but most of these hospitals have been started by Christians, and and we should. Go back to that mindset that our job is to look out for the poor. Our job is, to, and that doesn't mean use the government to look out for the poor. That means you look out for the poor. Right. That That's a big difference between us and woke theology. We Both of us believe in looking out for the poor. One believes that you should submit to the God of government and allow them to do it. The other says that you should do it on your own volition for yourself. Do whatever you can. Right, right, right. Quit spending so much money on coffee and start giving it to somebody who can use it. Hmm. Right? Invest in Christian business owners who 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 can who can make a difference in the world. Invest in Christian ministries who are making a difference in the world. And they're instead out there. Of, instead of you going to Netflix, go to Canon Press or something to that nature. You know what I mean? And coming up, it, I'm excited to see what Lore's going to do with Marcus Pittman and uh, some of that crowd. He's coming out with some stuff too. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Lord I forgot TV. all about that. Lore so, I mean, or Lord? Lore. L-O-O-R. Oh, okay. Lore.tv. Like a lure. Yeah. I guess. They're just going to draw you in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Their, their whole thing is making Christian uh, movies that shouldn't suck. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to see what's going to come out of that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a I mean, good thing to, to invest in if, if you have the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. If you're not working on something yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... We we have to have the mindset of of God is King, therefore we push forward. That's and right. so, but when we preaching, still have the we have an enemy. There's going to be opposition. Yeah. Now, oh, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. Don't, I don't want to chase that rabbit too far. Yeah, but there is going to be opposition, and we That's can't right. become so discouraged that we just start backing off whenever it comes you have to press forward in spite of opposition whenever there is opposition that should be encouragement yeah that what you're doing is effective that's right and they don't like it that's right we we have to in our churches we preach that you should take care of the 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 orphan and the widow so to speak right 
You, mm-hmm. not yep. the government, you. We preach uh, abortion is bad. We preach that pornography is bad. We preach all this, and these things matter. I, I'm not, when I'm preaching through Scripture, I'm making application to what is there in Scripture. I'm not just horseshoeing things in. Right. Um. And so we, we do these things. And sometimes we sound like we're being political. Now, we don't rah-rah-rah Republicans. Rah-rah-rah Democrats. That's not how we do it. Mm -mm. We say, take a stand against abortion. Well, that's political. Yeah, it is. Raise your family in the admonition of God. That's political. Yeah, it is. Homeschool. That's political. Yeah, it is. Yeah. One of the guys we were talking to the other day said, some of the issues with the the um some of these like anti-abortion things is they get so tied up in anti-abortion they forget the gospel and i said because they're doing it wrong if you're going to be anti-abortion there's only one way to do it and that's through the gospel that is through the gospel so when we say uh take a stand against homeschooling you take that stand against homeschooling through the gospel or right. for the homeschooling through the gospel you got something? Yeah, I mean, it's just like Second Corinthians uh, chapter ten verse four says, "For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses." The weapon that we have for this is the gospel. Exactly. And there's a lot of people who go, "Man, man, I want to do something. I want to do something. I want to do something." Have you prayed? Right. Have you prayed? Well. No, but that's really not. Yes, it is. That's the most powerful thing you can do is pray. Amen. Because even if you go out there and do something and you cause some good, you're not doing it. God is. Right. So if you're not praying. You're going, I, God's gone before you. Yes. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do anything and you should just sit around praying. I'm saying that if you haven't prayed before you've gone out there and do something, you're not doing it right. Yeah. You have to do it, it through Christ. In the, in the flesh. Exactly, uh, and you know we have scripture too as our guidelines, as our guidebook, as our ultimate authority. You know, hand in hand. Um, if Christians want to talk about God. taxes, they have every right to, and they can use the Bible to do it. Yeah, because you look at Samuel whenever he's talking to Israel when they wanted a king, and he says, "Hey, if you get a king, they're going to tax you over ten percent." What's the uh, significance of that? That if they tax you more than what the church, or it wasn't the church, but if they tax you more than what God taxed you, mm. they got more from you than what God got from you. Who who's who's there? Right, right, right. Who's God? That's what they're saying. You're giving more to God. I mean, to the government than you are God. Right there. Most of us are giving more to the God now. They're smart now, and they don't come around collecting taxes. They 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 just take it straight from your paycheck. Yeah. But jokes on them. We don't get paychecks. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So as, as a church, we can talk about these things. I I have no problem talking about these things. We are not the, let's go to the other end. I've bashed on the liberals quite hard. Uh, Let's go to the other end. We're not the church that has the American flag in the background. No, we're not the church that has the, 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 um, the uh, color guard march in on uh, Memorial Day. We're not having special services. No, we don't reflective have. Reflective sp- of each holiday. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, we had a we sunrise service. Jesus. We had a sunrise service, mm-hmm. and but then after the sunrise service, we had a normal service that went right back into Acts. And both of these services worshipped Jesus. They That's were right. all centered around Jesus. That's right. That's right. It was cool to see be out here and seeing the sunrise yeah. come up and, and everything. That's the first time we've done that as a church. Yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah. Because I have edge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so edgy I brought back the sunrise service, son. Right. <laughs> That's right. So anyways. Man. Uh <laughs> we we uh there, there it went again. Wee wee. I gotta quit it. Uh, we're not that type of church, but there are those churches that are, and they borderline on the worship of government, mm. on the nation. Yeah, it looks different. It looks different than the left because but it's, they still it's look, the idea of the United States and freedom and what that means well, and we we often make God our genie ooh right yeah. we often make God our genie so we say lord if you'll do this i'll do this or lord just get me out of this or lord and it's all about me and not actually about god right. my prayer revolves more about me than it does god it revo- uh, everything that I do revolves around me more than it does God. So these churches are filled with people that way. And then when they talk about their nation, they expect God to serve their nation rather than their nation to serve God. Mm. And, and, and now that's, that's a hard slam that doesn't, that, that just because you have an American flag in the front of your church does not mean that's the way you are. Right. But there are churches that, that, that can be adequately explained that away. That's like a lot of these, B-rated Christian movies that are out there. A lot of them don't even mention God. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, a lot of them are about how... Give me one. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, for example, this this um, movie we watched, I Still Believe, about Jeremy Camp. Oh, yeah. You know, it was... It was more about a, a love story and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else than it was. Now, from my understanding, the actual book, Old Boy's Testimony, is good. Yeah, it's powerful. It's yeah. centered around that, and but the rest was about him, about his his wife. And, yeah, yeah. And it ended talking anyway. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're a saying. A lot of stuff is more. Well, I was thinking like, uh, uh, what's the name of that movie? Fireproof. Okay. You know where it's talking about marriage and that uh-huh. kind of stuff. I'm like, no, that movie talks a lot about God. It talks about it honors God in marriage and that uh-huh. kind of thing. So, but I see what there's, you're saying. There's some out there. There's a lot out there that are not so great too. Okay, yeah, I, I can agree with that. So we have to remember that it's all about God because He is King. Mm-hmm. He is King, and as long as we remember He is King, things will be political. That's Just right. saying that he is king is political. Well, it's almost like we've, um, in the church, we've heard language like that for years. Yeah. And yeah. we've all, we've got familiar to it where we say, yeah, 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 Jesus is king. Yeah. But, you know, I still have to do this and this because the government is what's in control. Yeah. The powers that Well, be. it's one of those things where, too, so say you had somebody in your church lose their job for some reason and it didn't look like they were going to get another job for a while. Your church, are they going to try to adopt that family and take care of them until that person can get a job and be there to encourage that person to get a job and help them get a job? Or is your church going to refer them to the government and say, can't you get welfare? Right. 
Can't you get welfare? No, our God is King, and we're gonna we're this is our this is our domain. Uh huh. This is our domain. It goes back to spheres of sovereignty. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, but your spheres of sovereignty are basically God is sovereign over everything. Yeah. Then you have government, you have family, and it it can go beyond that. It can go into like um, uh, clubs that you're part of and all that. But but we're gonna break it down to the three basic things, and that's uh, government, church, family. Okay. And the church cannot tell you how many kids to have. Neither can the government. Because you as a father and mother, but primarily father, but but even if there's any ladies listening, the mother, y'all are over that family. The church cannot tell the government what laws to make. Right. Right? The government can't, the church can't say, government, you need to make it so that uh, no business is open on Sunday, right? The government, the, the the church can't do that. The government can't tell the church what days to open their doors. Now, this sounds an awful lot like separation of church and state. Because that's what it is. Oh, we've been brought up to hear that separation of church and state means don't be praying in schools and don't be talking about politics in the pulpit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the separation of church and state has been turned into a weapon to beat the Christians down with. Exactly. And that that's a lot of what's happened in our government um, with some of the things they that are meant to the protect. The, take take taxes, for example. Uh-huh. The reason churches don't pay taxes is because if you, the, church, the government has no ruling over the church, therefore they don't pay taxes. That's the original. Now, they've reversed that to the point where they say, if you don't pay taxes, you can't talk politics because it went from a church thing to a nonprofit thing. Mm. Now, Media Matters, which is a nonprofit, still solely works works on liberal politici- politics, and yet they can keep theirs. But don't you preach conservative politics in out of your pulpit because then we'll take your tax exempt status. That's the kind of stuff where they have flipped it. Same thing with uh, separation of church and state. Uh huh. The family can't tell the church right as a, a like a, a a particular family can't say hey for now on we're doing this oh okay and then the church does it the family can't go to the government and say government for now on we're doing this right. oh okay the government works in its own sphere now these things come against each other right okay. they, they they meet together uh-huh. so if you have a family who is christian and the church that is christian and they the and they develop a culture. The government that is involved with that culture is going to be look more Christian. Mm, yeah, right. Because that's who's voting. That's who's that's who's involved in the politics. Are the Christians? That makes sense. So, but there again, the church doesn't say, "Government, you have to do this." Mm. Right, and the government can't say, "Church, you have to do this." But if you have a group of people who are and the government affects the culture as well. There again, the government starts giving away a bunch of free money and trying to take the place of God. Eventually, the church quits their 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 support of of um, charities mm. and causing charity. So now you don't have the charitable church like you used to because the government because the church believed a lie of the government. Right. And right. so these are the issues that we we have to struggle through and we can preach this from the pulpit. Your congregation needs to know what position in the spheres that you have. 
right? In other words, we can talk politics in the sense that uh, 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 abortion is bad. Gay marriage is bad. Um, we can talk about these things. We can preach these things. When the Bible it opens us up right. to do so. I was going to say, yeah, you, you have to whenever you're going through the yeah. scriptures. Yeah, exactly. Now, what the church can't do is tell, is dictate to the government what laws to make and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Now, the church will influence the government, and the government will influence the church, and the family will influence. They all have influence over each other, but one sure. can't dictate to the other. Right. We have forgotten that, and we've allowed the government to start dictating to our families. And now we're starting to see the government dictate to yep. the church. And we've already given up the family part of that. Now, but so we have a lot of work to do. And because they've encroached on our, our, our turf, they done it originally with families, but uh-huh. now they're doing it with churches. So we have a lot of work to do to start striving to preach the gospel in everything that we do so that the world will see and know Christ and the government will be influenced by that. It will. But our main goal as individuals and as the church isn't to influence the government. It's to see lost souls come to know Jesus. Yeah. The time to for being on the defensive is over. Yeah. We've been yeah. on the defensive for a long time and lost ground. We've tried to protect um, like an American Christian, Chris, uh-huh. and What do you mean by that, American Christendom? So, you've asked me this before on the podcast. I have. I'm so, asking again. Uh, Christendom is the idea that uh, the culture is is Christian. Yeah. yeah so yeah. whenever you're you're saying, um, like, wh- who was it that pointed out that the cross there's a cross on the English flag? You or or our buddy Bradshaw had mentioned that there yep. was a cross on England, yep. and I said, why do you reckon that's up there? Because they were recognizing Christ. Mm. Why do you reckon our money says in God we trust? Because we're recognizing God. Yeah. Why do you reckon our, our Constitution has written on it uh, the year of our Lord? Right, right, right. Right, because they're, they're recognizing these things. And so they recognized them back then. That that culture was more Christianized uh-huh. than now. From the beginning of our country until about 100 years ago, uh, there's been a slow loss of that. The, and then... It, there was a slow loss. Immediately, there's a slow loss. Conser- liberalism creeps in. Conservatism seems to explode. Right. That's just, just the way it seems like it's always been. And so um, you lose that little bit, and then all of a sudden, there's a great awakening. Yeah. And then that starts yeah. to fade away. And then all of a sudden, there's a second great awakening. Right. And and that starts to die off until about the 50s. And then it seems like there's another Billy Graham and, and that kind of uh-huh. thing, right? They don't call it the Great Awakening, but it's still it was still some revival that occurred uh, during the 40s and 50s. And, 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 and a lot of that, then you came into the 60s. And, but even in the back of that, since about the 1920s, there was communism sitting there, mm. working its way through the institutions. Just hovering. We, Christianities tend not to tell how to take over institutions. We try to let those institutions be those institutions, and we try to influence them with who we are yeah, and through Christ, yeah, yeah. but we don't try to take them over. Communism said, nope. Yeah, communism we'll, takes things over. You're not, you, you don't have that 
we're, we're going to take it. Yeah. And oh, so if you do have it, we're going to eventually, we're and, just going to take it from you. And that's some of the difference you see in tactics because we have faith in God and that he is king. Uh-huh. We don't feel like we have to rule over everybody's life. Exactly. We feel like we can influence people's lives, but we don't, we don't try to rule over people's lives. And so, um, because God is king, not us. Right. Right. And so we don't try to take over every single institution. We try to influence those institutions with, with Christ and see Christ transform those institutions from within, not us take them over and control them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where the communist ideology is, you take it over and control it. And so it's just um, there. there is room for politics in the church. I, I want to sum it up because we're about – we're getting close to an hour, so I'm going to try to sum it up okay. like this. There's room for politics in the church. There should never be a church where politics is the God. Amen. Where 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 all we do is talk about politics and how to win the next election. And how that's not the way it should look. That being said, godly things are political things. Christ is political. Just there again, just saying that Christ is king. Christ is God. Christ is king. Those are political statements. Uh, the reason the Christians got in trouble back in Rome is because they, all you, all you have to do is this pinch of incense and, uh, and, and declare your loyalty to Caesar. Caesar. And they were like, no, Christ is king. Yeah. Christ is king. And they were beaten, tortured, murdered for that. Mm. Because Christ has always been a political figure. Right. And they, as Christ, we're, sorry. Um as we're going through acts right now as a church, yeah. you know, look at what was going on in all of these different places around Asia where Paul is traveling. Yeah. And I mean they hear that he's coming and they start getting in an uproar. Yeah. Because yeah. he is a threat to their God. To their God, what to their he's politics, bringing. and, and, and the see, gospel that he's bringing, yeah, is a threat, yeah, to their governmental establishment, yeah. And so, historically, the government has always tried to declare itself as God. So, what we're yeah. actually seeing is a regression to that type of mentality, to where government is God and mm. Savior. We don't need to be regressing. No, we don't need to be regressing. We need to be progressing. Yeah. Uh, toward it's the kingdom of God. That's right. And so um, God, Christians, there again, don't just, we, 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 don't, we don't try to just take over organizations. We preach the gospel everywhere we go and allow God to take over those instances through his gospel. We don't have to dictate to people. We don't have to control them. Because we're not king. Yeah. And so we live lifestyles that are different. And the church gets to preach what the Bible preaches and use application that matters today. See, people want to say, well, you know, you're being political when you're making application that matters today. But Christ died because he declared to be God and king. And Rome and the Jews couldn't handle that. Exactly. And 
because if if someone other than Caesar is king, that's going to topple Rome. And if somebody, if if the religious system that had been developed by the Jews gets radically changed because the Messiah has arrived, arrived, right? Then their system gets radically gets tore down as well. And Christ, unlike unlike uh, unlike uh, Black Lives Matter and uh-huh. Antifa, doesn't tear things down in that way. He's building something better. Yep. He's all we, Behold, as Christians he makes all things new. Exactly. Christians, by their very nature, should be productive and creative because and we're building all God. the time. Because exactly. Exactly. Where the enemy is about destruction and tearing down. And that's why I said it's amazing whenever people have allowed God, the government to be God in their life, their lives always turn out worse. Mm-hmm. So I hope that was clear. There's a lot of information there, and I'm sure that a lot of stuff can be clarified a lot more. So if you have any questions or any any kind of, uh, man, that didn't make no sense what you were talking about there, email us. Text us, uh, or not text us, but uh, what do you call it? Messages. Email us, messages on Facebook, that kind of thing. Speaking of which, uh, if they wanted to email us or messages, where would they be able to do that at? Oh, they can just do it at our website, our nice, humble website, (laughs) www.bigfootrevival.com. If you go there, you can find links to all of our social medias, including Facebook, Instagram, etc., um, links to our, our email address, www or uh, bigfootrevival at gmail.com. Yeah. Look up all of our old podcast blogs. We got a bunch of good stuff over there. Check yeah, us out. And uh, a lot of good blogs. Uh, we should have some new blog blog uh, person coming on. I'll, I'll announce them once we get a blog from them. But, uh, Still in the works. Yeah. Still in the yeah. works. If you're listening, get us that blog, son. That's right. Yo, Yeti. What up? Forgot it's not giving us a spirit of fear, but one of love. Yep. Power. Yep. And sound judgment. That's right. Until next time, we out. Deuces.